Hey everybody, how you doing? I uh, hope you're good. Uh, it's your boy Gani today, just on the podcast. So I, I've had a great Christmas. Hopefully you've had a great Christmas too. So um, I, I've been sitting here today. It's the 27th of December, and for the first time, I've woken up without really having a plan. Um, after obviously making all the changes that I've made in the last 11 months and the last 11 months I've made a lot of changes in my life trying to be more productive to having a purpose to having goals so as I was sitting here and I was thinking I'm, I'm getting really really frustrated uh, and I'm really getting um, intensely intensely uh, frustrated with just little tiny things and you you might say you know why are you getting frustrated maybe you could just go to sleep or something you know but that's not me i've built in these habits well then i have to get up at a certain time then i have to go to the gym at a certain time and then i have to clean and and have to arrange a productive day um and and just basically realizing that you know time is very precious and I think you can you can sit around sometimes and some days and not realize how time uh, uh, precious is. I mean, I was listening to Bob Proctor and um, and he was talking about how everyone on this planet has got the same time, whether you are a homeless person or you are the most successful industrialist. You have 24 hours in a day. So it's important, I think, to remember that if you have that kind of time, you really, really need to also set goals. So setting goals, personally, I think it's very important. And... One of the things I found that um, the last four months, five months, I was really productive. From the moment where I, uh, uh, um, six months from when I separated from my wife, I I began to really, really, really um, structure my life in terms of maybe I was a little bit desperate in the fact that I have to succeed. I have to be successful in my life. You know, I've spent a long time with um, one woman, 21 years to be to be a fact, and almost my life was structured in a certain way, living in production of things for the family, you know, uh, to make the family grow, to raise children who are now grown, one 18, one 19. And now I find myself in a strange place where I'm on my own once again. And, and to be honest, this is the first time I've actually been on my own. And which is, uh, it's been quite a terrifying moment for me. A very terrifying moment. And I'll tell you why it's been terrifying. It's because without knowing it, maybe I've spent a lot of time uh, creating a life of comfort. Just want to be comfortable, man. From the beginning. You know, uh, there hasn't been a structure in terms of, I mean, I could have been successful at so many things. You know, if I think about it is I could have been a musician. I could have been a football player, a professional table tennis player. I could have been a professional basketball player. I could have been, I could have gone to university and studied 
um, I don't know, some sort of course. I could have gone into the army, maybe become a, a five-star general or whatever it is. Or I could have been, you know, a chief constable um, in the police. I could have been anything. But one of the things I've realized is I really never set myself goals. I never used to set myself goals. You know, practically, I... I was led my life in sort of blind, um, blind fashion. And I think there's a problem when you're sort of like uh, aimlessly uh, just going around being blind to the fact that there is a time element. You know, you start to realise that you get to my age of 45, you have loads of health issues, your health problems, and you start to see mortality. Mortality now becomes a real thing. It's like, okay. I've been put on this planet here. How long have I got to achieve things that are of substance? Because it's really important to think of. Can I really have a life full of substance? And how can I have life full of substance? In that context, then you have to set a goal. And what sort of goals are you looking at? You know, because goals are massively important in terms like that. There is a context in which you can achieve something. So I think most of the times, I think the goals that people set are too high. And inevitably, there is going to be failure if you set your goals too high. Okay, set your goals high, but start small. If you start small, then you you can start actioning your goals and start having um, a feeling of I'm gonna have substance in this and I'm gonna achieve it. You know, I, I, like I I look at I look at people who are trying to lose weight and and there's so many of them. I mean, it, it, it could be in billions. I don't know what the statistics are, but you'll find that people who are trying to lose weight they've tried so many diets. This diet, that diet, that diet, that diet, whether it's the keto, whether it's um, uh, 321, 112, the <laughs> paleo diet, uh, Atkins diet, uh, meat only diet, vegetable only diet, fish only diet. So many of these things, and at some point they've lost a lot of weight, but they've gained it back. And all of this is happening because they haven't set the goals. And I think we have to set goals in terms of where do I want to be? How much weight do I want to gain if I'm if I'm putting on muscle, for example? Or how much weight do I want to lose if I want to lose a certain amount of uh, fat? And when do I want to do it by? It's very important. Because if you don't put a time limit on it, you start to drift through. You know, then that's when you start to yo-yo. And then when you have a plan, you have a concept and it's not working. Are you adjusting, adjusting things? Are you adjusting your macronutrients? Are you adjusting your, uh, your exercise regime? You know, what are you doing about it? So in a sense, I think it's important to set these goals Goals and structures are very important. So don't leave it to chance. You know, um, make, make an effort. 
but at the same time don't do too much because this is what i find uh, sometimes that i tend to do too much at the same time and then my productivity level is really really terrible you know um because i can find myself i'm like trying to uh write a program for someone a fitness program for someone all i'm thinking of i got to structure someone's food program this way or at the same time i'm thinking i have to do my work at this particular time and then at the same time i'm thinking oh man i have to meditate oh, set yourself time limits you know set yourself a time limit for how long you brush your teeth you know instead of doing brushing your teeth six minutes do it two two minutes you know instead of meditating for half an hour do it for five minutes you know make it realistic don't be all bombastic about trying to be so creative and in all of this context another thing i found out is create time for having fun you know because i found myself like i've structured my life in such a way that i am losing a time element in in all of it i'm so disorganized because i have so much organized chaos because i want to do this i want to do that i want to do this i want to do that i want to travel here i want to travel there i want to travel the same thing goes with savings if you're trying to save money for something you know in the old days it was like you, you get money jars and and you could stick money in this jar money in that jar money in that jar but now i'm like looking at the structural concept of if i'm going to save money maybe i'm going to label it uh, and i'm just going to create um i'm just going to create um a system where money can automatically go into uh, a savings plan and and i'm going to stick to that plan and and i'm going to put a time limit on it so if we're going to do it for a year let's do it for a year you know don't jump out of it be strict with it be diligent with it you know and see what happens so most of these things i'm in the early structure of how i want my life to be because my my life has been mainly chaos and when i look back at the chaos that i have had in my life most of it has been self created really you know with the exception of my medical stuff you know the illnesses and stuff like that but when i look at maybe failed relationships you know most of it is because maybe i never set myself goals in fact it's not maybe it's the fact that i never set myself goals so for example if you're looking for a partner you know what's your goal would you want to get married do you want to just be drifting in a relationship do you want to be engaged or do you want to just have fun and just have someone you can meet now and again you know uh, and it's important yeah i was i was thinking i was thinking that about recently it's like okay fine you get yourself on tinder you can get yourself on uh hinge or bumble or whatever site it is that is on dating site but then figure out what it is that you want from 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 a woman if you're a man in that context you know so structurally you're not going to waste your time just messaging someone you know two days in a row three days in a row and you and you're not going anywhere what's your plan where are you going you know and in that you can create an honesty 
within it. You know, you might switch someone on a page. And I, I think it's important to go in straight away and just go, you know, what you're looking for. You know, what do you want right now? What's your intentions? Because I think when you go into these apps, that maybe you're tired of being on your own. But what is the structure of how you want to structure your relationship that you're going to get into? You know, what's the roadmap of it? So I'm talking about structuring pretty much everything that you do, you know, because if you don't have structure, you remain in a wasteland. In, in hell, to be honest, you know, and people are terrified of hell going to somewhere where they're going to be burned. I think hell is created by chaotic minds, minds that don't plan, minds that uh, have no focus, you know. You know, I'm thinking about, uh, I'm, I'm going back now to March when I was, um, I was in um, the mental institution and thinking, how, how do you get to the place, place like that? You know, mine obviously was medical, um, but I think about depression and I think about anxiety and I think about stress, you know, and a lot of this in my, in my own life, I'm not talking about anyone else, I'm talking about in my life, this has been self-perpetuated, it's been created by my own chaos, you know, one of the things that made me break is the fact that I was in a relationship where I decided not to question things that I didn't like and how things were going in my relationship. That was a decision I made because I didn't want confrontation. So it's like reading Jordan Peterson's book. It's like, don't hide things in the fog. And I did that for years, hiding things in, um, in the fog. So uh, for example, you have a partner and you first meet and that partner has a smoking habit. Let's just say, for example, right? And you're adamant that you don't want to go out with someone that, that smokes, but you make an exception this particular time in the hope that you're going to persuade that person to stop smoking. You know you're not going to get over that fact that you cannot be with someone because you already made up this. This is your goal. This is your uh, tenacious tenacity to follow through with something. And then you go grab yourself someone who's actually smoking and you think or believe you're going to change him. Now, my advice to you is don't do it. Don't do it because already you're creating chaos in your life because trust me you're not going to be able to change someone who's been a smoker for years just because they love you or you love them or you use the excuse that oh, i love them they're, they're they're magnificent in so many other ways and i can just overlook this no you're not going to be able to overlook it it's going to blight you for a very long time so in a sense you're going to say 
Or they're going to say, well, you knew this when you met me. And you should understand that this is who I am. So don't go there. It's simple as that. Now, let's say, for example, you, you've got um, 12 degrees. You know, you went to Harvard or, or, or whatever. Uh, uh, and you're a doctor. Or you're very high achieving. And then you, 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 you say to yourself in your head, thinking, well, you know, I, I want to date a peer. I want to be with a peer. I want to be with someone that's going to challenge me mentally. And then one day you're in the gym, you're exercising, and you see this girl, and she's absolutely gorgeous. She's beautiful, right? And then you walk up to her, and you start talking and discussing things with her. And then you find out, that she didn't go to Harvard and she doesn't have a degree and then she um, you know she's quite content being in working in a Tesco's or or Sainsbury's or something and, and she loves her job and then you're thinking oh, it's alright I can overlook that because she's a beautiful woman and then you end up in a relationship with her but during that at some point in time you're thinking well, I cannot convince with our intellectual way I want to be. And that's, that's where the problems begin. Because all of a sudden you're having to change your, your goals because you're all of a sudden you're seeing this beautiful woman, you think, I can change my goal. But in the long run, it's not going to be satisfactory for you. you know? So you have to overlook the fact that she's a beautiful woman. And she ticks these other boxes that you're looking for in a woman, but she doesn't. Don't overlook that. You need to cast the shadow on it and literally just go, no, I'm looking for Harvard woman. I'm looking for a doctor, a science engineer or whatever it is. And I want someone who's into politics because that's a cultural thing. You know, it's just there's certain cultures in relationships and you have to understand that I have to meet someone on this level, on this cultural spectrum. So don't overcast yourself in terms of I am going to change the situation. You can change the situation for yourself. You know, you can go from I'm not very educated and I can get, do this course and become educated in it. I can go and do that course and become educated in it. But don't expect someone else to do that or for you to force someone into doing that because you're destroying their inner sense of morality, inner sense of being, inner sense of who they are. You know, there is, there is empowering people, but empower them by not being with them, you know, maybe talk to them about upscaling themselves when you're not with them, you know, but don't go into relationships and have expectations or, or thinking that you're going to have expectations, you're going to change people. It's the same thing with jobs, you know, it's like, don't lie on your resume because you're going to get into a job and you're going to hate it. There's a reason why on resumes they ask for certain attributes and then you end up in a job the job you end up hating it because you are not qualified enough or you're overqualified for it 
and you end up in a job and you're thinking damn this job is boring it's because it's not for you but you lie on your resume because you want to fit your narrative no you don't want to fit your narrative this is this is really important these are important facts of life you know so planning is the most important thing you can do so as we go into 2022 i want you to really get yourself a diary and start writing in your diary how you're going to move in silence you're going to move in silence by by making changes and the changes are going to be such that there are are concepts and the changes are concepts that you are going to be able to attain be deliberate in your delivery of what you're trying to achieve you know think about primary school primary school where i come from in malawi is from standard one standard one to standard eight so you set a goal standard one you have to pass your exams to go into standard two standard two it's all well structured and you have syllabuses and you have to complete a syllabus and that's how you have to look at your life and then what happens when you finish standard eight you do exams to go to secondary school and then you've got four years to complete your secondary school. And then what happens then? Then you decide whether you're going to go to university or you're going to go straight into work. So it's important to be able to have that kind of structure for your own personal life, your personal goals. So, for example, if you do like what I've done today, you just got up and you didn't set yourself any goals... One life can be so difficult for you to succeed in it, you know. Uh, I mean, I look at the concept of life itself individually and go, wow, I can have this and I can have that and I can have this, I can have that. So you can have your cake and you want to eat it too. Um, Obviously... That's probably maybe not the right analogy because that's talking about, for example, someone who's got a girlfriend and they also want to have a mistress on the side, so having a cake and eating it too. But believe me, I believe you need to have that cake, but you need to slice it carefully. Now, what I mean by that is if you're setting yourself goals to lose weight, I say, put it into context. For the first month, for the first month, I'm going to lose a pound a week. That's four pounds in four weeks. Yeah? Okay? That's what you need to be looking at. If you're going to succeed. So you can go four pounds in one week four pounds now you can go a pound every week 
Oh, in fact, no, scrap that. Scrap that. That because that potentially could be a disaster in itself. You know, a pound maybe it's a little bit, you know, structurally maybe not right. But but let's say let's say for example, you, you just say to yourself, in a month, I want to lose. I don't know. Uh, 10 pounds for example then you can set yourself saying you're going to lose 2 pounds every week and then you can attend that and then the following month you can go okay I'm going to step it up I'm going to you know it's the same thing with exercise a lot of people what they're doing with ex- exercise is they're looking at and watching Instagram they're watching YouTube and they're looking at a pro bodybuilder and watching the volume of their workouts, and they're going, they're going as this is how I'm going to start from the beginning, and then it all falls apart because within a week you're too sore to train. You hate going to the gym because it's just so painful, but it's because you followed the wrong program. There's the reason why there's beginner, intermediate, advanced, and super advanced. You know. That's the structure you have to follow. If you're a beginner, start at the beginning. Start small. Build yourself into it. And then get to an intermediate level. And then carry on building yourself up. And then you're at the next stage, building yourself up. Same thing. If you, if you want to get a girl, make a decision. Why do I want the girl? Is she for a long term? Is she for a booty call? Is she just a friend you know it's all right i think you can go on dating website and say i I want to have a female friend you know nothing wrong with that but you're not going to be very successful because most people on on, it depends what dating website is but obviously you know if you go on tinder for example you know you're looking at people who want instant gratification who just want to have sex for example you know Nothing wrong with that, you know. There might be moral issues, whether you're spiritual or or, or you're uh, religious or something like that. Um, But you have to structure that from the beginning. You have to set yourself goals. And when you set yourself these goals, you have to understand that these goals have to be attainable. You have to be realistic. You have to be challenging. You know, challenging is a very, very, very important thing. I think personally, you know, um, and learning about yourself, understanding yourself. So I look at myself, and and especially having been in a relationship for twenty one years, I I look at myself and go, okay, let's say I meet a girl, right, and 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 I hope it's not through through. Uh, a dating website because one of the things I found out is I'm not very good at messaging people from, from the first time onwards. I'm not very good at all. Um, it's very difficult for me to express myself in message form, in a text form. I can do it maybe verbally through a voice note, for example, but then again, Sometimes these things get lost in transition. I found I'm better, better off in person. So I have to structure myself in a way, if I'm going to meet someone, I have to meet them in person. 
because trust me, no one's going to fall in love with me through text. I'm just not very good. I know that. And I watch all of these things, what to put in your text uh, on YouTube, and they all seem to just be uh, ideas for how to be sexual or, or flirty uh, on text messages, which is something that I don't want. I, I just want to be able to have communication. So that's something I have to say. I have to say it from the beginning. I meet someone. How do I meet someone? Not very good meeting someone in the gym, but I spend most of my time in the gym. Then, then you're talking about if you're going to start having conversation with someone and you think they're attractive, but you just can't go first off while they're waking up and go, oh, you're very attractive, can I take you out on a date? Maybe you want to become friends with them first. Maybe you then want to find out if they have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner or husband. And then, if, if then they're free, then you can maybe start off being friends and, and, and then maybe see if you're uh, romantically um, a match, whether your cultural values align. That's a very important, I really want to talk about these cultural values. You know, um, so my, my wife I'm separate from, she's a, she's a white Caucasian woman. You know, she was born in a small town. Uh, and uh, and culturally very different because I'm I'm an African-born man and, and I grew up in a big family, big extended family, and uh, I'm I'm also the kind of man that's always full of. I uh, my personality is is a little bit out there, maybe over the top at times. Um, I'm very hyperactive and. I'm very much uh, go, go, go. So there's two kind of characters that I'm in. Sometimes I'm this character that's just so slow and I'm just not moving anywhere. And then sometimes I'm unbearable, especially in the morning. I just cannot stop talking. And, and I go, I waffle a lot and I go on a lot of tangents. So in all essence, all I'm saying is when you have set yourself these goals... I really understand who you are and who you want to be with. And culture is a massive thing. When I'm talking about culture, I'm talking about, for example, as black people culturally are more musical, we're more dancey, we're more family, extended family oriented. Whether you are Caribbean, whether you're African, West African, East African, North African, you know, whether you are, african-american or you you know black people generally just have that in them so if you're going to meet someone who's from caucasian background maybe first of all find out where their cultural values are like you know because i know that some of the eastern european countries they 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 they're a little bit similar in terms of how africans are extended families etc etc you know, maybe that would be something that you'd be compatible with. You know, Italian families, for example, they're a little bit like that. You know, you know. But if you're looking at the British, British are very much not like that. You know, they don't really do extended families. 
But then if you look at the Asian culture, whether it's in the Orient or in South Asia, you, you will find that it's more culturally inclined, ex uh, extended family inclined, maybe food oriented, still music oriented. So that's something that you have to look out for. It's very important. In all aspects of life, those are all still goals. The things that will structure your life and make you succeed in what you're doing. Whether you want to start a business, and I started a business, and I had no idea how this was going to go. I put no thought process into it. But all I wanted to do was start because for years I'd spent my time talking about it and not doing anything about it. And maybe sometimes that's what it takes just to start, just to say, here I am, God. This is my idea. I present it to you. Put it out into the world and let it let succeed. I started this podcast. And currently, I'm probably the only one listening to this podcast. And, and probably will be for some time. But I know that what I'm doing in this podcast is very important for me. And I know that one day someone will listen to one of my podcasts and it will be very important for them. And it will change their life. It will make them a different person or a better person because of the experiences that I've had and the experiences that I'm sharing. So I could sit here and not do a podcast because they're... There are hundreds and hundreds of thousands of podcasts on Spotify, on Anchor, on, um, um, on Apple, right? But not all of them are catering for everyone. I listen to so many podcasts, you know, sport, sport ones. I listen to um, um, uh, motivational ones. I listen to educational ones. And all of them have contributed something into my life at some point or another. So what I'm doing here is something that I totally believe in. It's something that I understand that it's not going to please everyone. But I also understand that at some point, the values of what I have and the things that I've learned are going to help someone somewhere in this world. And when, when we're living in a digital culture like we're doing now, we're online, it's quite possible that this could reach a person who's in Jakarta, Indonesia, someone who's in Peru, someone who's in Canada, someone who's in Australia, someone who's in China. And they could learn something from my words, from what I'm speaking, from my experiences. And they could go, hmm, that's interesting. So that's why I keep on putting out as much effort as I can. And with my thought processes and with my ideas, with my feelings and everything else, that's what I'm, I'm putting it out there. And, and the great thing about this kind of content is free, free of charge. Anyone can just listen to it. They don't have to pay a penny. Uh, and, and for me, I believe giving 
is better than receiving. Uh, and every time I've given something, I always feel so much better than when I've actually received something. In fact, when I receive something, I kind of feel guilty and shy about it, you know, but I'm very thankful. So in all intensive purposes, I want you to understand that if you're going to succeed, just have passion in what you're doing. Have passion in what you want to do. Have will to want to do it. Have energy to want to do it. Don't feel depleted if things are not going for you. Don't feel demotivated if things are not going for you. You know, like everything else, you try and lose weight and maybe you haven't been successful in one week. Don't feel defeated by it. You're trying to get stronger and you've stagnated. Don't feel deflated by it. This is an opportunity for you to change things around, to make to make changes so that you can grow. You know, if you're struggling in a job and you think maybe you need a job, you know, there's so many places out there that, you know, that's, that's how I've done my, my PT course, you know, and that's how I'm doing other courses now because... I'm not satisfied with just being one thing, you know. Being one thing is no longer enough for me. I want to be multiple things. I want to give in different ways at different stages for different reasons. And and because I know that there are people who need encouragement, there are people who need emotional support the people who need to be uplifted all over the world and the times that we're living in they're, they're really difficult times and and there's always a single moment in your time you can change i was i was, I was messaging with one of my friends one of my very good friends and um i've been friends with her for years but our friendship has grown especially over the last year or over this this year gone, uh, you know, having gone through a lot, and she's had to go through a lot, but our relationship has just got so much stronger in terms of the fact that she supported me during really difficult times, and I have supported her, but there was never for me any expectations from her, and and from her side, and there was never any expectations for me to be in any certain way. And I think that's the most important thing. So friendships in such that if you have an element of of a lot of this that's going on in your head, it's going on in your life, no, you really have to just just focus on how you can touch people's lives. I've got this. I've got this. Um, I've got. I've got these post-it notes on my mirror in my bathroom, uh, and these are. You could call them mantras, or maybe you could call them affirmations. You know. And so I say that I love the person that I'm becoming, and I also say that you know I am blessed. You know, I am abundance. Yeah, 
Um, and if you don't respect me, you have no place in my life. Um, and I deserve love. I'm loved by my families, my friends, and strangers. It's because I put it up there. I I love everyone, and it's it's kind of crazy. I could say that, and then people say, "Yeah, you full of full of BS." But honestly, truthfully, you know, even those people who do me wrong, I love them. I just love humanity as such. You know, I'm appalled by. Some, some ways certain people behave I'm disturbed by some of the things that men some of the evil that people carry out but I have no time to hate uh, and I have no time to remain hateful towards someone I can be disappointed but I cannot be hateful you know I can be laid down but I cannot be hateful I can choose to let go of the hurt, the pain, the things that have happened in the past. I refuse to hold on to them. I refuse to hold on to the trauma that has been felt in the past. I'm not that five-year-old. I'm not that seven-year-old. I'm not that 12-year-old. I'm not that 15-year-old. I am not that 21-year-old. I'm not, not that 24, 26, 37 I am now, in this moment, I am a 45-year-old man who's gone through a lot of things that have helped me to get to the realization of the person that I am today. So I cannot hold on to those things that have, that have held me back in the past. I cannot hold on to the fact that I believed that because I was a black man, I was disadvantaged. I believed that I grew up in a certain family setting, I was disadvantaged. I believe that I didn't do well in my GCSEs at secondary school, so therefore I was disadvantaged. I believe that I didn't get that girl because I was short and I became disadvantaged. I believe that my marriage failed because I didn't do A, B, C and then I became disadvantaged. Or I didn't raise my children in a certain way, A, B, C, and then they became disadvantaged. These things have happened. It's always time to move on. And then when you realize that these things have happened, you see how can we make your lives better? How can we make the life that we live now better? So learn from the past. So here's my podcast coming to you live. And then I'm telling you, these are the mistakes I've made. And if you don't make these mistakes, this is how successful your life is going to be. You know, I have been successful in the last four months. Incredibly successful. I've had a really great Christmas. And trust me, these things happen only in four months. So imagine if I had been doing the things I've been doing in the last four months. Pretty much all my life, how successful I am. I believe I would have been a billionaire. Very simple as that. Because I have seen how much success I've attained in a short period of time. By being diligent by being purposeful, by setting goals, by having time limits, by understanding that we all have a same amount of time in our lives, by not taking things for granted, by understanding that health is wealth. Being health is important because without health, you cannot achieve anything. 
I know that more than most. And more, being more mentally ready is very important. So be mentally ready. Go out there and go get yours. It's not enough just to drift by. Then if you choose that kind of life, go and live in the forest. Go and become a monk. Or become homeless and beg on the street. But if you want to be successful, you want to be an integral part of society. If you want to be part of society, have people around. People enjoy your company. People love who you are. People accept who you are. Not that you should care about that. You know, make plans and secure the plans and become successful. And, and success, I want to be honest with you, success is not being a billionaire. It's not being a millionaire. Success is having joy. It's having peace and having your health. That's success. Smiling every single day and being joyful, being able to give to those who are less fortunate. That's wealth, man. Wealth is not billions of dollars, billions of pounds in your bank account. Yes, that will get you a lot of things that most people cannot afford or get, but it's not wealth. Wealth is about having good health. It's about being joyful, being happy, being successful. That's what it is. So I choose to have God on my side. I choose to have Christ on my side. And I choose to have that kind of joy. I choose to be healthy. I choose to have good friends. And I choose to have enough to live with. I choose to have an apartment which is warm with, and, uh, and to be able to have food which I can eat and be happy with. So I choose to be kind of welfare person that doesn't have to have millions and billions of pounds. Yes, I would love millions. I'd have to, I'd love to have millions. Not, not for me, trust me. You know, I know why I want millions. It's because I want to give. I want to give the less fortunate. When I become a millionaire today, I will give my money away. I promise you. I'll build schools. I'll put infrastructures in, medical. You know, I'll send people to school, get educated. I'll build business that's going to give wellness center, a studio, a gym. I'm going to do things that are going to be empowering to other human beings, to this planet. I'll become a millionaire, a billionaire today. I will do amazing things. I know that for a fact, because now I understand why you should have money. It's not for you. It's for you to make changes, to make things happen, to bring joy into the world. That's what the world is. That's what life is all about, bringing joy. So, guys, it's been absolutely amazing. This uh, longest podcast I've ever done. And um, I knew that one, one of these days would come um, because I, I'm literally growing every single day. You know, I'm learning so much every single day. And I really just wanted to share these moments with you. Anyway, you guys take care. Have a fantastic day. I love you. And I want to say peace to your Merry Christmas. And I want you to have a happy new year. Set your new year's resolutions. Make them realistic. Make them strong. God bless. Peace. 
to all. Love you. Namaste. And I'm out. Peace.